Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. A Minnesota police officer faces possible criminal charges over the killing of Dante Wright. Violent crime in New York City jumping 100%. The defense of Derek Chauvin, who killed George Floyd, begins in Minneapolis. Officials pause the Johnson & Johnson vaccine over safety concerns. A report ranks the most livable countries on Earth. Also ahead, does tax money really help students? But first, the police officer who shot and killed Dante Wright in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, is in deep trouble, as you know. Kim Potter, 26-year veteran, may face criminal charges over the incident, including involuntary manslaughter. Body cam footage appears to show Ms. Potter panicking during the traffic arrest, firing her firearm for no reason. Crime spiraling out of control in New York City. Stats from the NYPD show a 97% spike in shootings, 45% rise in murder. Attacks in the subway system also up triple digits in some places. Business owners in Manhattan filing a record number of complaints as people use drugs openly in the streets and brazen criminals terrorize the nation's largest city. Thank you, Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio. Nice job. Defense lawyers at the trial of Derek Chauvin in Minneapolis presenting their case The former police officer, as you know, charged with second-degree murder and other crimes and the death of George Floyd. Mr. Chauvin's attorneys claim Mr. Floyd was on multiple drugs during the altercation and posed a physical threat to the public. That defense is not likely to succeed. The CDC recommending a rapid view of the COVID vax from Johnson & Johnson after six women developed blood clots. One person died, and another was hospitalized after receiving the injection. Scientists are working to determine whether the clots are caused by the jab or simply a coincidence. But at this point, six people out of seven million is something to consider. The University of Pennsylvania releasing their annual list of nations with the greatest quality of life. The USA, number six. In a moment. Liberals believe money will solve bad schools. Right back with it. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 
877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. As you may know, I am a former high school teacher. Back in the early 1970s, I taught history and English in a rough part of Miami, Florida. So I know the key to teaching kids is not more tax money. New York State recently passed a $212 billion budget, record-breaking, making the Empire State the highest tax place in America. Wealthy residents in the Big Apple will now pay the government nearly 53% of their entire income. That will drive high earners out of the state along with their children. But state officials say some of the tax money will be used to help poor kids in the public schools. Well, let's look at some facts. Right now, New York City public schools spend about $24,000 per student. That's double the national average. In New York City Catholic schools, per student spending is just $8,000, two-thirds less. In testing scores in the public schools, just 46% of the kids pass the state math exam. 47% pass the English exam. In Catholic schools, 60% pass the math exam. 60% pass the English exam. So, what's the deal? Public schools spending three times as much as Catholic schools, but the Catholic school kids have higher test scores by a lot. Here's the truth about education. You need two things. Discipline in the school, in the classroom, and accountability for the student and the student's parents. In some public schools, students can do pretty much whatever they want, including nothing. It is very, very difficult in New York City to expel or even suspend violent kids. So all public school students are affected by that. If you have a disruptive child in your classroom, all of the other kids are hurt because they don't learn as well as the teacher has to deal with the disrupted student. Now, it's totally different in Catholic high schools, generally speaking. There, you can be disciplined, expelled, suspended. There, parents are held accountable. The teachers and the administrators call up the parents. In the public schools, they don't do that. Now, the real problem with education in America is bad parents, derelict parents, parents who don't give a fig about their own children and let them do whatever they want to do. I'm a parent. I was on my kids all the time about homework and performance. They got a bad grade. We sat down. We talked about it. I'm not a tiger dad. There was not a lot of pressure, but it was, if we have a problem, we're going to solve the problem. And both of my children attended Catholic school and did well. And believe me, there was not a lot of money in that Catholic school. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know.
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 156 years ago today, actor and Confederate sympathizer John Wilkes Booth shot and killed President Abraham Lincoln in Washington, D.C. The murder occurred just five days after General Robert E. Lee surrendered at Appomattox Courthouse, Virginia, ending the Civil War. Here are a few little-known facts about Lincoln's assassination. For starters, John Wilkes Booth wasn't Abe Lincoln's only enemy. There were five other failed assassination attempts before the fatal wound at Ford's Theater. Everything from random bullets fired at Lincoln as he was riding his horse to a Confederate plot to blow up the White House. Booth had been planning the killing for months, even attending Lincoln's second inaugural address. Photographs show the 26-year-old actor in the crowd. He'd let her tell a friend what an excellent chance I had to kill the president if I had wished on Inauguration Day. 42 days later, John Wilkes Booth would pull the trigger. The original plan was this. Booth, along with his co-conspirators, would kill Lincoln, Ulysses Grant, Secretary of State Seward, and Vice President Johnson. But the only person actually killed that night was Abraham Lincoln. And here's something else you might not know. The search to find John Wilkes Booth after the assassination was one of the biggest manhunts in human history. More than 10,000 soldiers, police officers, and civilians scoured D.C. and the surrounding areas to find the killer. Authorities offered a $100,000 bounty for the assassination. That's millions in today's money. It was the first time in history photographs were used on wanted posters. And, of course, the photograph was John Wilkes Booth. He was ultimately found in a barn in Virginia 12 days later. The assassin was shot in the neck and died within hours. His final words, useless, useless. His four accomplices were eventually hanged for their crimes, including Mary Surratt, the first woman ever put to death by the American government. It is a fascinating story filled with some of history's most remarkable figures. My book, Killing Lincoln, captures Lincoln's assassination and the manhunt in great detail. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.